Alrighty here. Damn, I'm like looking at this and like my list is like too long, I think. No, it's not gonna be too long. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's like too long. It's not too long. <laughs> That's what she said. Alright. Um, I just have to go there. Okay. Rudy, you ready? Or are you still putting up Ray? No, I've, I've Ray is in Jameson's room. Okay. So, alrighty. Are you gonna do the thing this time? What thing? The thing where you vomit it all out all at once. I'm. I always start the show the same way. I'm just. I'm gonna try to keep it together. So. You want me to do the vomiting thing? No, before? don't do the vomiting <laughs> thing for me. The I don't do that. I am not an animated squid. Sorry. Sure. I'm ready. So. All right, well, let me get my timer ready, and I'll be good to go. Because you got to have the timer. All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I had a technical difficulty. <laughs> I, like, ripped my headphone out of my ear and scared myself. Yes, it looked like it. <laughs> Welcome out to the Epic Show. Number... That was horrible. Let's See? try that again. I guess I have to screw up at least <laughs> once. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 23. I am your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, tonight's opening question uh, I selected specifically for tonight's topic, and that is, when it comes to costumes when you were a child, store-bought or homemade? <laughs> Laney, store-bought or homemade? Homemade. Homemade. My costumes were always homemade, mm-hmm. and they were always super unique. I never had to worry, even if I saw some other girl with the same like kind of costume as me, they never look the same. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So I always had homemade costumes, and I'm super down for homemade costumes. Awesome. Uh, Rudy, uh, store-bought or homemade? For us, it was store-bought. I remember one year having a homemade costume, and it sucked. So um, it was literally like, you know, the sheet with the holes in it. Yeah. So store-bought all the way. Just the two holes, or did you have, like, a lot of them, like Pigpen or Charlie Brown? <laughs> I think it was just, like, two holes in a dirty sheet. It was awful. So it was like Pigpen. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, joining us again is uh, uh, Jennifer Hetzel. She's uh, coming back to us. We didn't completely scare her away. Um, Jen, when you were young, uh, store-bought or homemade costume? Uh, we kind of did a combination of both, and mm-hmm. more often than not, it was the homemade, but sometimes we'd get, you know, a, a store-bought or two, and usually I gravitated towards the homemade ones, though, because they were more unique, like like she was saying. Yeah. Um, I, I'll be honest, just um, for my age, I don't remember, I only remember a few costumes, and we're going to talk about that here in a second, but um, um, it always seemed like the, the, the store-bought ones, Seemed cooler when I was younger, and then what? Whenever we would get a store-bought costume, it was always ridiculous. Like, I guess we'll just go ahead and get into to tonight's <laughs> subject. Um, so, um, I wanted to do an episode about cosplay. Um, I guess you could say the cosplay season is is kind of really getting into swing. Uh, depending with with the cons, but I mean they're 
they're conventions all year round. So I mean, it just kind of depends on your area or whatever. Um, I know uh, Dallas and San Antonio here in Texas. Dallas and San Antonio just recently had cons, uh, and Houston then um, yeah, Houston just had one. Uh, or at least I think they're coming up here. Um, and then we've got several other things going on, like you know I've mentioned in the uh, the previous episodes that we're going to be at some of these different uh, fests, like Geek Fest, so on and so forth. And um, so it, you know, it, for at least us, it kind of seems to be kind of really getting into the swing of things. Uh, so I wanted to do it an episode on cosplay, and um, uh, that's why I, I I have the 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 individuals that are on tonight because uh, it, it, while it is definitely growing and I see more and more people getting into cosplay, uh, it's definitely not everybody's cup of tea to say. Um, but uh, the, the the group that's on tonight, I think we've got a a, a good group that uh, all have at least some uh, some place in our heart for for the whole cosplay thing. So um, I guess we'll start off with our history with it and, and kind of like what I was talking about before. Um, Growing up, uh, I, I only remember a few, and I, I'm, when I say cosplay, I'm talking about any time that you dressed up in a costume for anything. And growing up as a kid, I don't remember a lot of costumes, to be quite honest with you. Uh, the only ones that stick out in my mind um, were like, I remember being dressed up as an engineer one year, and so it was mainly like, uh, you know, a, a homemade costume. But I remember growing up, like I said, a lot of the costumes that I saw seemed cooler than they actually were. Because I remember, like, if you look back at these pictures of, of, uh, of course, for me and, and, and Rudy are the oldest two here on the show tonight, uh, the costumes used, to, like, in the stores were horrible. Like, literally, they were just like this one-piece suit thing that you put on, and it, like, had a big picture of whatever it is you were supposed to be. And then there was this plastic mask that was held on with, like, like this this really thin strap of, like, Elastic. elastic that was like stapled on and of course it always ripped off or whatever. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it was an absolute nightmare. Uh, so in retrospect, even though as a kid it seemed like the store-bought costume was cooler, when in actuality it was uh, it was horrible. As you know, especially compared to um, you know, because when, when you got something homemade, um, you know, usually at least at that time it was you know usually mainly fabric, so you're looking at clothing and so on and so forth. So it was definitely. It, it was going to hold up more than just the hour and a half that you were trick-or-treating. Like, you had to really work to make sure that that thing was going to stay together just so that you could get the candy for the night. So they were really, really badly made. Not like they it are today. It like a weird rash, too. Oh, yeah. So that weird synthetic fabric. Just, ugh. Yeah, but, like, the, those masks were horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't see out of them. You couldn't breathe out of them. Like I said, they were plastic. They were just, oh, they were they were horrible. Um but yeah, so I remember I remember specifically being, you know, dressing up as an engineer one year. Um and then I'm sure my mom has some pictures of us growing up and, and doing all, you know, some other stuff. And then um not associated with with Halloween necessarily. Um uh, you know, as I mentioned on the show before, you know, I'm a huge fan of Ghostbusters. And uh, at, at one point, uh the the cartoon series had come out and I was a big fan of it. And I um my uh, grandfather had just recently passed away, and I had gone down into his work, his wood shop, and I took like a piece of uh, plywood, and I took—I'm sure it was like a plate—and put a plate on the back of this thing, and then just put some random wood pieces on there, and then took a string, and like made a, a very simple proton pack. And then once I made it, I ended up making one for my brother, and then I ended up making one for 
uh, a cousin of ours, uh, so that we could be Ghostbusters. And uh, that's, I guess oh, you could say that's the technically... evolution begins. Yes, so yes, this is a long-seated thing. I uh, love it. Rudy, do you remember when I did that? You know, honestly, until you mentioned it right now, I would have said you're full of it. But just thinking back, it's like, I don't remember the one that I wore, but I remember looking at yours. Uh-huh. That's so crazy. I mean, because I didn't remember this at all until you started talking. I was like, what the heck is he talking about? I was like, no, yeah, he's right. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. So, yeah, I remember I made one for you and me and Jason, and uh, we could run around and play Ghostbusters. So, you know, it was very, very basic. And, I mean, you're talking about the abilities of a oh, – jeez, that probably would have been, what, sixth, seventh grader? So, you know, yeah. very basic stuff. Yeah, so. And I remember, you know, part of that was because we were we, we were so excited about playing – the Ghostbusters arcade game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were playing that on Saturday mornings at over over at the local um, miniature golf place. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. There was an arcade game. Oh yeah, there. I've I've got the um, I've got the thing. I've got to show it to you. It's very I've basic. I've never seen it. It's an. <laughs> it's it was sweet. never in any of the arcades I was in as a kid. It's just, it's three players. It's an overhead, and you literally just like walking around, just constantly shooting, and you can upgrade your beam. And that and sounds awesome. It's pretty much the same levels over, and the same enemies over and over and over and over again. But whatever. It's and then they just play the music over and over again. But it's fine. It Do works. You see Slimer? Was, uh, no, you don't. No, there's no like you don't recognize any other characters. Oh, yeah, so it no was a very no basic deal. licensed game. So, <laughs> but it was sweet. Any uh, any memories you have, Rudy, right offhand of uh, of uh, costumes or anything in particular growing up? Golly, um, I remember being a ninja one year and having a pretty cool plastic sword. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, it sounds pretty pathetic, doesn't it? No, um, it sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, it's like it was like yeah, this thing is really sweet. You and know, then, looking back at it, you and I, like, we really weren't that big into Halloween growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, like, there weren't many kids in our neighborhood besides, like, us and Lewis. Yeah. So there, there really wasn't, like, a whole lot of places, you know, to go trick-or-treat. Like, you know, of course, our house was giving out candy. Our grandparents' house, you know, they were giving out candy. But uh, other than that, there wasn't just, there wasn't a whole lot going on. So... Dang, not not think about. I guess Halloween kind of sucked for us. Yeah, it wasn't that, <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Honestly, I th- I, I really I really kind of think about that as well because I think that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of really getting into it as an adult. As I'm looking back at making it, I go, up for lost time. Exactly. I'm like, you know, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right. Best holiday. So it is the most wonderful time of the year. All right, Lainey. Well, uh, since you've mentioned it. Uh, Run down your list, because uh, you know your mom is an extremely crafty woman. She oh, has God, helped yes. me with so many different things. My mother is an incredible seamstress. Yes, she is. She has been for my whole life. I am not nearly as patient or talented as she is. Um, she always jokes that I get the more like she calls it useful creativity. I call it dumb dumb syndrome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she, my mom is very good at like. Just if there is a possible way to get something to become real, she'll figure it out. My mm-hmm. mom made all of my Halloween costumes until I was probably in like junior high. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween was really big in our house, weirdly enough. My my mom loved to decorate 
for all of the holidays. And Halloween, like we would get into decorating for Halloween the way a lot of people would for would get into decorating for Christmas. Yeah. You know, we put the fake cobwebs up, everything had pumpkins or black cats or witches or whatever. So Halloween is has a very, very special place in my heart. It is my favorite holiday. But I I had some of the most incredible handmade costumes growing up. You know, my mom, remember it being like a big thing. My mom would take me with her down to the fabric store, like the local Hobby Lobby or the Joann's or whatever. And um, she would sit me down um, while she looked at, for different patterns and stuff. And I would look through those old like McCall's catalogs and mm-hmm. stuff. And um, I would always find the Halloween section and just look through all the different uh, costumes. And that was usually kind of how I came up with what I wanted to do. But like some of the ones that I made, and I mean, there's pictures of these, a lot of these on my Instagram, but um, like my mom made me an aerial costume one year. She made the fins and it was like a, a, I don't want to say a jumpsuit. It wasn't really a jumpsuit. It was like a dress mm-hmm. and it had long sleeves because it used to get very chilly in October. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I remember that was a long time ago. Yeah. And it would zip <laughs> because my mom would have to fight me to get me to wear a jacket over my Halloween costume. Oh yeah. So she could make it long sleeve. She would. Uh-huh. So it had long sleeves on it, but they were like the top was flesh colored and she made this shells out of like purple felt that she had found with like glitter detail. And like, she put like a little diamond, like jewel belly where my belly button would be. And I remember like the, she has it somewhere, like even the fins, like she had put like um, batting in the, the bottom part so that they would actually like stay solid like an actual fin would at the bottom and they mm-hmm. were this like oh, metallic wow. green color. yeah like the woman is amazing like it's it's ridiculous but I had an aerial costume she made me a Nala costume from the Lion King totally by hand she made me um, a Tinkerbell costume that wasn't like a regular Tinkerbell costume it was like enchanted Tinkerbell like I had this long flowy green dress and it was just like a whole it was a whole thing. It was really cool. So um, one year she made me an I Dream of Jeannie costume. That's still one of my favorites. She And she got the idea because I was a weird 70s sitcom kid. Um, and so I watched a lot of that stuff. And I had always wanted to be Jeannie. And I had like an old dance costume or something. And she was looking at it. And like I could like see, I remember like being able to see the all the stuff in her, like the little gears in her brain working. And she did, she turned it into an I dream of Jeannie costume. It was, it was perfect. It was pink. It had the little vest. She made me the little headpiece and everything. So I, I have always loved having really elaborate, well thought out costumes. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you um, go anywhere with me near Halloween or even to anything where people are wearing costumes, I get really frustrated at people that are doing what I call sloppy costuming. Okay. Where I feel like they're just kind of phoning it in. Right. And just, oh, well, I wear this costume for everything, so I'll just wear it. No. <laughs> Put some thought into it. Get into it. So, yeah, like, even as an adult, like, even as an adult, I I was, a, like, an authentic, like, 50s mouseketeer one year. Mm-hmm. I, like, sewed my name into my sweatshirt, my white sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and I bought, like, a specific mouse pair of mouse kit ears mm-hmm. and like sewed the little bow on the top and like did my hair and makeup like Annette Funicello and had on like the little yeah I like went all out and then and I remember going to this Halloween party in this costume too and I was the only one that wasn't wearing a slutty Halloween costume <laughs> and I was like oh hey guys <laughs> 
Yeah, we're going to get to that in a little bit. Oh, man. I was like, have you seen that, that video of the little girl in the hot dog costume on, like, wear your princess dress to dance class day? Yes. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> but, yeah, even a few years, not even a few, like, a couple of years back, I went as, um, I have a Hermione costume. Mm-hmm. I just have. I do. Yeah, of course, why not? Of yeah. course I have a Hermione Granger costume, you know, but I decided I wanted to go as Hermione Granger, but I wanted to go as Hermione Granger from a specific book mm-hmm. and a specific part of the book. Okay. And so anybody that hasn't read the Harry Potter books, there's a part where she um, drinks Polyjuice Potion. Her and Harry and Ron, they're trying to get some information. Long story short, her Wait. she messes hers Stop it. <laughs> she messes hers up and she turns into a cat. Mm-hmm. And so I like. Oh yeah, I, you've told me about. Yeah, that. I had yeah. my Hermione Granger like Hogwarts costume, and then I did like cat makeup, and I right. wore like cat ears, and I had like a tail. So and no one got it. Like one dude got it at the taco place that we went to before, and I was mm-hmm. like. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just I love putting thought into this stuff. I really enjoy it. You know, anytime I can wear a costume, I will wear a costume. Anytime that there is a theme. I am all over it. Right. It never fails. Even if it's super dumb, I'm so down. <laughs> so, but yeah. So I think that's kind of where it all started for me. Just hardcore love of Halloween and having a mom who could make anything happen with a yard of fabric. So right, yeah. That helped a lot. <laughs> I never had to really do the store-bought Halloween costume thing. So, because my mom was like, nope, yep. we're doing this. So Awesome. <sighs> I remember there were a couple of costumes that our mom made for us that we were like in a uh, 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 a play or whatever mm-hmm. at school and having doing a couple of those, but that, you know we never did that for Halloween or anything. They were just like, okay, well it was just for this one event and that was pretty much it. Halloween so. when it counts. <sighs> By the way, Eugene's been showing me pictures of some of these awful like '70s and '80s costumes, and they're. That's exactly what I said. It's like a smock, and it has a picture of what the character is with the name on it, so people can't, you know, because, you know, people come up and they're like, oh, what are you supposed to be? And this clearly says it's like, really? Yeah. (laughs) What are you supposed to be? Well, oh, it's obvious that you have your name on your Oh, that alpha one is priceless. Are those plastic pants? Yes. Horrible. That's so bad for your kids. Yes. (laughs) All those costumes were designed to give you a heat stroke. All of them. God Almighty! Yeah. So you can't go trick or treating in that thing. That's what I'm saying. You you were lucky if the thing stayed together. Uh, uh, you know, by the time you were done trick or treating. So. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Jen, uh, any any memories you have of of uh, Halloween costumes or, or cosplaying as a kid? Um, we were growing up. We we did the Halloween thing, but it wasn't quite as big. In our house, um, as, as she just described, right. but uh, but our you know we always did something and we always had a little bit of uh, of a unique aspect to it. It wasn't really until I got out on my own and started um, really thinking critically about you know what I could what I could do for it or trying to think of more unique costumes that I got really really into it. Um, it's kind of like you guys like we dressed up but we didn't go crazy over it, and then it was when I was older, I think I kind of realized I could be doing so much more with this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's move on to some things that we've actually done. Um, I guess uh, um, I, I really only have three that I can think of, and, and uh, the first one is actually uh, when I was at Hastings, I was working at Hastings, and this was in Nacogdoches, Texas, 
And uh, episode one had just recently come out, um, and we had a I think it was for yeah it was for Halloween so we could dress up or whatever. And they told us yeah y'all can dress up or whatever. And it was kind of a last minute throw together thing. I was like. I didn't know if anyone else there would dress up, but then I overheard some of the other employees talking about, oh, yeah, I'm going to dress up, do this and the other. And I thought, okay, well, you know, if they if they think it's cool, I'll, I'll give it a shot or whatever. So I just kind of hastily threw together a um, Luke Skywalker. And I specifically was doing Luke from uh, Return of the Jedi so that it was, it was all black. Um, and then I had, you know, the black glove on, you know, because, you know, he had lost his hand. Uh, and then I did I did buy a lightsaber, and uh, it was just one of those cheap, like, $20 ones that, you know, you have to, like, fling it out to, go, you know. Um, and I actually still have it. It's hanging up in my office at school. Um, but, yeah, so I, I did that one. That was probably the first time, as a, at least as a more adult type person. I mean, you know, I was in college, but that I actually <laughs> kind of threw something together. Um the next one that I did actually uh, was 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 a thing out of ease. Um, once again, I was at Hastings and it was Halloween, and everyone was like, "All right, hey, we're gonna dress up or whatever." And I decided I was really big into WWF at the time. I was gonna go as uh, where this is going. Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm heavy set, you know, I I, I fit the build or whatever. And at, this is honestly when uh, uh, Christy and I had had uh, just started dating, and I was like, okay, well, I've got to I've got to grow a goatee for this, and I have had the goatee ever since. That is honestly why I grew the goatee really? was for this costume. Wow. <laughs> and then my wife was like, no, I I really like it. I think you should keep it. And I have either had it or a beard ever since. Look at that. So. Yeah, and actually it, it turned out pretty good. I mean, you know, it wasn't too hard to grow the, like I said, you know, kind of heavier set, grew the beard, and I had the uh, the 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 blue uh, camo pants and the the boots and the whole thing, and you know, it, it turned out all right. So, and then of course, uh, my most famous, I guess, what really has gotten me into into the world of, of cosplay and, and, and prop making. Um, like I said, I've always been heavier set. And over, you know, since I've had my boys, I've lost over a hundred pounds. I'm way I'm hanging right about that level. I still want to lose about another 20 or 30 at this point. Um, but I, I always wanted to be a Ghostbuster. I've all, like I said, you know, I, I built you know those really simple proton packs, and it was one of those things that as I was losing the weight, I was like, you know, if I lose enough weight, um, this is something I want, want to try. And I, I know I should have never let that hold me back. Um, but I didn't want to be, you know, hey, check out the fat guy dressed as a Ghostbuster. I wanted to be just a guy dressed as a Ghostbuster, and like I said, I know I shouldn't have let that hold me, you know, hold me back, but it did. Um, so, needless to say, uh, you know, lost the weight, and I, of course, didn't go with something easy. I ended up building a unlicensed nuclear accelerator um, that actually has turned out pretty damn well, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, it just keeps growing from there. Like I said, I've, I've, you know, and I've talked about this before. I built, you know, two of them for my boys. We're about to start working on one for Laney, and you know, I've got some other ideas. This is, it's one of those things. I keep. There's several things I want to add to and and refine on this costume, um, because there's a lot of things I want to start doing with it. But uh, yeah, it's like, okay, well, what else can I do? What else? What other things do I want to 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 dip my toe in, as it were, and 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 dress up as? So. Uh, Rudy, um, did you do any dress up in 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 college? Because I know we really didn't do anything in high school, but golly, in college, um, 
I mean, I think I went to one or two toga parties, but that's really about it. Do those um, really exist? Yeah, they really do exist, at least out in the deep woods in Nacogdoches, yes. Oh, um, neck of nowhere. Yep. Nacogdoches. Stephen F. Austin, SFA, School for, for Alcoholics. Alcoholics. Yep. Yes, yes. Now, um, golly. Um, I, mean, I went to a lot of Halloween parties. It was kind of like, you know, the whole dressing up is optional. And it was kind of like, eh, I have no money. Eh, I'm just going to go have fun and drink and do that anyway. You know, I yeah. saw lots of interesting costumes. Many memorable costumes I've seen. Some of them good, some of them not so good. Some of the ones you can't get out of your head ever, things you can never unsee are, um, yep. Yes, are, are, are the slightly on the skanky side, but anyhow. Um, but yeah, you know, I've got more interest in it, in it now, especially having, uh, you know, a, a six year old son who's as much of a Star Wars fanatic as I am. And of course, my daughter also being a Star Wars fanatic. Um, yeah, we, we we have a we have a future in, in cosplay for sure. Cool. There's there's a large debate in the house about what what I'm to make him for for this Halloween. Avengers. Oh, sorry. Oh no 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 he he he's he he wants to go all the way. He's trying to decide between uh, Shadow Trooper. And that that would be the all black stormtrooper. Well, yes. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm aware. Yes. Just making sure. <laughs> Just making sure. You're aware. But he's he's between um, golly, what was the other one he was saying? Um, but he's named a couple of different ones he wants to do. But but he's he likes the shadow troopers. I think he's kind of settled on shadow trooper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that that may be the next adventure in, uh, in in cosplay for the boy. Well, there you go. I like it. Yeah. I like the it. I like the fact that this last year y'all had a. What was the costume that your your daughter was supposed to wear? And oh what hell! End this up was wearing? this was awesome. Now my wife ordered this costume from Puerto Rico for her birthday because we had a Tinkerbell birthday, and it was pretty, very pretty, authentic looking little dress, beautiful little wings, and and my wife got it because she's like, okay, well she's she's you know, the birthday party in September, and she can turn around and wear this as a Halloween costume, so she wore it for her birthday, but. When we got to, to 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 Halloween, she wore the costume to her costume party at school. But when it was time to go trick or treating, she refused to be Tinkerbell. She went and got her Princess Leia costume. Yeah. <laughs> My wife was so mad at me. I love it. Uh, it's great, That's but she still so loves that. Tink- she still loves that Princess Leia costume, and it's awesome too. It still fits her. That's good deal. Cute. That's precious. But now she has a, a Ray costume. It's kind of a cheap little Ray costume. She runs around the house in sometimes. Of course, my son has a he has a stormtrooper costume. It's pretty cheesy. He runs around in also, but uh, yeah, you know, there's lots more coming up. Well, you have to have your you have to have your running around stormtrooper costume. Yeah. And, your, and then your special event stormtrooper yes. costume. Yeah. So yeah. Play armor. There you go. Show armor. Yes. So to speak. There you go. Yeah, the right, was I mean, just foam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess. I mean, I like I said, I've been dressing up for a million years. Ever, yes. Always, uh, always, and always. Um, but I guess like I got kind of more into doing it as an adult when I really started to hit my stride. As far as like, you don't think about it, but navigating Halloween as a young adult is a little difficult. Mm-hmm. 
because you have the dichotomy of, okay, well, can't really take part in as much of like the kid aspect of it. Yep. But, and this is said with no judgment, you know, wear whatever you want to wear. I'm not really into the generic, like, teeny weeny little red riding hood, even though I totally owned one of those. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really into the wearing, like, super skimpy little outfits to go out for Halloween, mm-hmm. like, you know, at the bar. That's not really what I want to do anymore. And so kind of hitting my stride with that, I got really, really into just putting a lot of thought into what I wanted to do. Um, and so I think a lot of that started with my wanting to wear my um, – my Mouseketeer costume, because I did, I had to really, like, sit down, do a bunch of research, figure out exactly what I needed to make it authentic, in fact, I want to make some tweaks to it and wear it again, mm-hmm. um, and then I just kind of went on from there, you know, wearing that, and then wearing um, my my Hermione costume, and moving up from that to working with Eugene on my my Ghostbuster outfit and on all that, you know, because that's something I've always wanted to do. So I'm I'm learning that there's so many different things, and I see so much cool stuff just from following different cosplayers on Instagram and Tumblr and everything. I see so many awesome costumes. You know, in fact, the other day I saw a Cinderella cosplay that someone did that was incredible. It was her in the pink dress that she wears at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. like the first dress that the stepsisters ruin, and it was like spot on. All of the detail was there. It was beautiful. But just like there's so many possibilities that you can do. So I, I think the more I have realized that and looked into that, the more into it I'm getting, and the more I'm seeing the benefit of of doing that, you know, and going to cons and wearing stuff like that. So especially within the Disney community, it's very, it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing because adults, you can't wear a costume in the park. It's really, yes, it is a rule. I did not know that. Yes, it is a big rule. And there's a really good reason for it. Kids can, but when adults do it, sometimes, especially like the people that get really into it, Mm -hmm. you run the risk of people going up and trying to meet characters that are not, Oh, okay. I Disney. see what you're saying. Yeah. So, so they're not actual cast members. Yes. yes, that's a big problem. So um, Disney has a little bit of an issue with that. But, I, I could see that. That that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like cast members go through very specific training, especially um, character performers. It's just a thing that you have to do. So, um, but like the cons and stuff, like the D23 conference that they have every year, uh-huh. that's become a mecca for um, Disney cosplay. It's mm-hmm. amazing some of the stuff that people come up with and do there. So that's been really, really cool to see. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I have a huge list, too, of stuff that I want to do. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a second. For sure. So. Jen, what, is, uh, what are some of the things that you've, you've done? Because, I mean, you've, I'm following you on Instagram. You've got a ton of stuff that you've done. <laughs> yeah, um, I've done... Princess Leia um, a couple times, and most a lot of my costumes aren't the you know exact replicas of what is portrayed in the movie or the the show, but um, something very similar. Or I, I try to keep the main themes. Um, so I've done her. I've done uh, Ariel, uh, Jessica Rabbit. Um, I love that. Geez, so many of them. Oh, Emma Frost, uh, Jubilee. Um, 
and you know, like like everybody, I've got a lot on my list that I'm hoping to do. That those are a few. I've done oh Daphne from Scooby Doo. And, oh. uh, <laughs> I, I so, haven't yeah, seen that one. Yeah. Robin Sparkles. That was that was a fun one. I heard about that um, one. <laughs> okay, when you when I saw you dressed up at, at, at Geek Fest, I was I would because I, I I couldn't place it. I kept looking at you and I kept thinking. That's a good costume, but I could not place exactly what you were supposed to be. And then you turned around, and I saw it on the – like, she literally had it on the back of her jacket. And I was like, dog, that is awesome. <laughs> well, so in the show, the I kind of combined a couple costumes because that specific outfit did not have the logo on the back. But I knew people would get confused, so I, was, I added it. And I had it – you know, I printed it and then had it laminated and pinned it on there so it was, you know – Easy yeah. on, easy off. But yeah, that that was a fun one, and that's one that I did just out of like regular clothes I found, you know, at home or at Goodwill or something. But yeah, I like doing the obscure ones or the ones that you know aren't the average everyday. Kind of like she said, where you always see the the short short skirts or the the same old same old characters, and I like kind of trying to explore and find the more lesser known, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and okay, so I guess we'll just get before we get into our list of things that, you know, we we want to do, I guess let's just hit a couple of other topics that I was gonna bring up. Um so we've already kinda talked about the skimpy the, the skimpy outfits. Um alright, I'm gonna be a total guy here and just say, uh, do I mind seeing, you know, people, you know, with nice looking bodies running around in skimpy not. outfits? No, I don't. Um but uh, you know, as long to me, it's like whatever. If if you've got the body, you know, whatever. Rock if you want to wear it, you're more than welcome to wear it. Now, it's now here's where I draw the it. line. Here's where I draw the line. If you're going to dress up as 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 Psylocke, Psylocke traditionally is wearing like you know the one piece you know swimsuit you know with the the boots and everything like that. You know, it's it it is fairly you know revealing or whatever. That being said, that is her actual outfit in the comics. When you start seeing, you know, as is is it's, you know, I'm not trying not to slut shame here, but that is what the term is referred to as slutty fill in the blank. Oh, yeah. I'm going as slutty police officer, slutty whatever, you know. That's when you're kind of like, ah, I don't know. Like if you're going as as, as uh what's the what's the main character in in Frozen? Um, Elsa? Elsa. If you're going as slutty Elsa and you're like, yeah, I don't really think she was wearing a dress that you could kind of see her butt and that's that's kind of dragging it on in there. That's a bit. Um, but you know, um, specifically for the ladies, thoughts. Um, I take a really really big issue with the way that costumes are just gen genuine in general marketed towards women. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at, especially around Halloween, when you go and look around Halloween, look and see. Because like there's op- all these options for men, and none of them are dirty or whatever. There may be like two or three dirty costumes, do- like right towards men that year. But but then you go and look at the women, and it's everything is short. Everything yes. is you know sexy this, dirty this. Da-da-da. There's not a lot of options for women, and it kind of sucks because you can either be. It's like you have two categories you can either like buy the short skimpy costume and be and do that Mm -hmm. or you can be like the funny girl 
and right. buy the men's costume. Right. You know, and so there's just not a lot of leeway. You know, you're not there's not a lot of options for women. And like I said, I am a firm believer in absolutely if you want to wear the short little girl, go for it. You do you. That is totally fine with me. But maybe have some more options for women in general. It's not really fair that we're marketed like we're given like one option. Right. It's either that or you're the ugly funny girl at the party. And I don't I don't agree with that. That's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I think um they tend to generalize a lot of the, the costumes that have nothing to do with, you know, being sexy and marketing it that way. Um and, and that's not right. And I also think it's kind of just a cop out like you know, I, I'm going to dress up for Halloween. Oh, I'm just going to be this but slutty. Or, you know, so I'm not going to really put any thought into what I'm going to be. I'm just going to pick yep. the whatever's at the store that and, and just say it's, you know, it's a slutty this or slutty. Like, I'm a slutty zombie. Like, come on, what is that? That doesn't even make sense. You know? My favorite, yes, thank you. Yes, my favorite slutty Native American is not only are you slutty, but you're also racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <amazing>. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'm ill-informed and unoriginal. Right. Oh goodness. Well, like I said, you know, if, if it if it is actually part of the costume, I have a, a much easier time with it. Like, okay, so you know, we're gonna be seeing tons of Harley Quinns, and oh, this, don't even get me started. This new outfit she's wearing is, you know, the the hot pants. So with cute. The, yeah, it she is. Looks a, great. It's in a very it's a very attractive outfit well, for she's her. Harley. And that's that's fine. And but like yeah. And then going back to the whole slight. But I mean, let's be completely honest. If I was ripped, you better believe I'd fucking go as He-Man because that would be awesome. But I don't have the body type to rock that, and I don't feel like I could carry that off. It'd be like, wow, looks like He-Man ate someone else. Like, <laughs> so but yeah. So um, okay. So that was one of the things I was gonna bring up. The other thing I was gonna bring up is, um, and you know, I I don't want to be too judgmental, but you know, we you we are going to start seeing a lot of uh, repeat things, and it kind of is one of those things. that's like, well, if you're going to do it, and you know everyone else is doing it, you kind of really have to bring your A game. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn's going to be that way. Uh, Deadpool is definitely that way. Oh, right I didn't even now. think about that. Deadpool is something that if you just go as Deadpool, you better have either a really spot-on Deadpool. Or you have to have an angle, and that's the thing about Deadpool. I think that'll draw so many people's attention is because you can do so much stuff with Deadpool. Like you could literally dress up as a completely different character and just put on the Deadpool, you know, hood, and just be like, "Don't tell anyone," you know. So I want to do that. Yeah, because I saw that. (laughs) Can I be Deadpool, Harley Quinn? Literally, I wouldn't (laughs) doubt it. I, I literally saw someone dressed up one time in like a full Iron Man armor, and then of course the head was just Deadpool, and the you know the picture he took was him like. You know, shushing. shushing people like, shh, don't tell don't Tony. Don't tell anybody. Um, but, yeah, so it's one of those things. Okay, so some you were talking about, you know, uh, some costumes that, you know, that are, are definitely a little more imaginative. One of the best ones that I saw at Geek Fest last year was um, I looked at the guy, and I was like, I know what you're supposed to be, but it's not coming to, to, my, to my mind. Um, he was wearing shorts, and he had his white... Uh, tidy whiteies over man. Yes. Oh. This dude was dressed as Quail Man, and I was like, "Dude, that is awesome." That's, that's a good one. That was that a, a good very one. good one. Um, yeah, those are the ones that I really kind of get excited about. I mean, yeah, if, if it's really well done, or if it's a little more obscure, obscure, it definitely makes it more interesting. So, um, 
Okay, so those were kind of some of the... Oh, and then the other thing I was going to ask about is uh, thoughts on these mashups that I'm saying. The one that I keep seeing that I, I just have to say I adore, not that I could ever pull it off, but this thing that people are doing where they're taking two things and mashing them up are just awesome. It's amazing. These mm -hmm. Disney princesses dressed up as Boba, Boba Fett, Fett is flipping... Just blew my mind. The Disney princess mashups in general that I've seen have been yes. awesome. Well, they, the I, the main two that I've seen have been have been Disney princess plus either Boba Fett or Disney princess plus Slave Leia, and I'm just like, yeah, I've seen that. It's one. It's the Slave Leia outfit, but with the different colors and the you know the different hairstyle, and I'm just like, that's a, just an interesting spin on it. And it's I'm like, that's that was genius, especially when they get a group of them together, and then it's like, because you know you just see one of them, you might go. Oh, that's I know funny. that's Snow Slave Leia, but the colors are all wrong, and then you're like, "Oh, you're Snow White Slave, Slave Leia. Leia. That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah, amazing. People get really creative. I'm never not amazed by the stuff that I see. Yes, that pops up on my Tumblr dash. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, if you're not, yeah, Instagram, I would say is definitely the place to go to look Telling for uh, for cosplay stuff because there are number one, there are a lot of cosplayers out there, and like you know, they put. Constantly are putting up pictures, but a lot of them are like, "Here's how I did this. Yes. Here's how I did that." And I'm like, "Yes, share the knowledge." Mm -hmm. So, um, but let's let's talk about some things that uh, some things that uh, we have we would like to aspire to do. Some some things on our to do list, as it were. Um, honestly, uh, like as I've already said before, you know, I've got the what I refer to as pretty my basic Ghostbuster outfit. I've got you know the main suit and I've got the proton pack. Um, I still need to make a trap. I would still like to make the goggles, and there are still several things I'd like to add to the costume itself. After that, I am really playing with the idea because I've got some, I've got several Force FX lightsabers. Um, I've got to be a Jedi. That's that's all there is to it. Yeah, I have to have that, Jedi rules. Yeah, with you. Um, I, and there's a toss-up though because I've actually seen the costumes that you can buy are they're nice. They're nice they're looking because I. Yes, and that's the thing, because I actually asked, when I was at Austin Comic Con last year, I actually asked this couple, I'm like, did y'all make those? They're like, no, we bought them off Amazon, they're like $80, and I'm like, $80 is doable for this, especially for this quality. And you already have like your pick of lightsabers. Exactly, so, um, I, I, and it's a toss-up, I don't know if I'll go that route, or if I'll be talking to your mom, because she thinks mm. she might make money. Oh, for um, sure. So anyway, yes, Jedi is definitely on that, and then the other thing is, after I get done with proton pack building for the most part um the next thing i'm really interested in is like the foam armor building that people are doing and that's something that i'm really looking into and of course i, I kept thinking about is there any kind of an armor character that i'd like to be and i just i'm sure if i keep thinking about it i might be able to figure it out the only reason i say i'm trying to figure that out is because the first thing that pops into my mind that i'd like to do is is uh is going to be really labor intensive and really hard and I'm like why oh, do I, know I always want to do <laughs> why do I always go into the really hard stuff why can't I start with exactly. something simple but um yeah so I might at some point in my life I will be building a full armor suit for a transformer and probably Optimus Prime um I would love to watch you do that because yeah. good god um of so, love if I've ever heard of one yeah it's uh that that's something. The other thing is, and we'll, we'll you know what we'll swing back around to that year later. So have you anyway. seen the video of the little boy in the Optimus Prime costume where when he gets down on the ground? Yes, and he's a truck. Yes. I oh my god. Those, yes, those are 
the trying to get it, it's like, do I want to go super detailed or do I want to make it so that I can possibly get it to transform? And it's like, like literally, I saw this guy. This guy took a a, a um, Power Wheels and cut that shit up and made a costume out of it so that whenever he got down on his knees and stuff, he actually like turned it. back into a car. And I'm just like, dude, <laughs> all the props in the world that you got that shit to work. Um, but yeah, so um, Rudy, is there anything on your list specifically, or your kids' list, I should say? Well. Obviously, my, my son wants to be a uh, he wants to be a shadow trooper, but once I make him a shadow trooper, I don't see any way around not making Kendall into a character of her choice. Mm-hmm. Um, which she she's kind of a dark side enthusiast as well, so I, I can I can definitely see her going with some variety uh, of a stormtrooper also. I really want Kendall to be Kylo Ren. I really she's, do. Sometimes she says she's Kylo Ren when she's running around the backyard with a lightsaber. But that little I'll, girl is my hero. I'll tell you who I really want her to be for Halloween, and I'm, I'm trying to do some manipulating to get her into this, but this is one of those I'll, I would have to totally make the costume from scratch because there's just no, no costumes out there. She's the, the most underutilized uh, female heroine in Star Wars. It's Ahsoka Tano. Oh. You know you can't cool. you can't buy any no, white lightsabers that. out there. There's no white lightsabers out there. Mm-mm. There's nobody there's nobody modeling Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers yet. I'm like, why the hell not? She's one of the coolest characters, and if you're following all the all the other canon stuff right now, she is a major part of the Star Wars universe, and of course Kendall loves her. Um, so yeah, so um, I'm kind of thinking that may happen, but. With both of my children doing that, I mean, if I'm if I'm going to be walking around with a with a with a, with a shadow trooper, I I can see myself being, you know, some variety of stormtrooper at some point. That would be I cool. Would pay to see that now I awesome. have a question: Are you are you talking about just doing a good enough job, or are you talking about five o firsting this shit? I'm talking about doing something really really good. Okay. Okay. I like that. That yeah, that's if if for anyone listening, if you're not sure what the 501st is, the 501st is the official Star Wars uh uh, uh stormtrooper uh like legion or whatever. Co- yes, they're the legion. And they started off as uh two guys that um the one guy built a stormtrooper uh costume and wore it to one of the movies and got made fun of and his oh. buddy was like Dude, if you you know if we can get another one, I'll go with you. And then when they both dressed up, they're like, "This totally changes things." Because one stormtrooper's a little odd. When you see two of them, it's like, "Okay, this is interesting." Yeah, that's the thing that's better in numbers. I, I'm actually re-listening to How Star Wars Conquered the Universe. It's a great book, and he talks about it because he does interviews with pretty much everybody. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, he's like, my goal was like to have. Can you imagine like ten people dressed as stormtroopers all at once? And now they're officially." Like Disney uses the 501st for everything. Yes, they do. Um, and he's like, you know, uh, he got to meet Lucas and 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 everything. So and cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So that's why when I was asking if you were going to 501st, it, it was, uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how how uh, how in depth you how were going to try to get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so. that's that's the goal. That that's something that I want to do. But you know, there's there's so many varieties and so many options out there now. It's like, okay, do you go with classic stormtrooper? Do you go with First Order Stormtrooper. True. 
I mean, because that's mm. there's some pretty cool stuff Ooh, going the on in the first one. But then you go back into the classic, and it's like, okay, well, there's actually besides you know your 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 first three movies, uh, there's actually a lot of really cool variety out there also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you, you you start following into some of the uh, uh, well, like there, there's so many varieties of clone troopers. You know, your, your Clone Wars troopers, there's you know, some pretty awesome stuff there. Uh, at first, Jameson wanted to be a blast trooper, which I had to talk him out of that. Um, because that's, I'm like, Jameson, that, that's too much, boy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's too much for daddy on the first time. Around. Make me all the costumes! Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Anyhow. Good deal. Oh, Jameson. All right, Lainey, what's on your to-do list? Oh, God, it's so extensive. Um, well, one that I'm actually working on right now is a um, Velma Dinkley costume. Really? Scooby-Doo. I am. I'm currently trying to find some of the pieces for that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I have a really hard time with with some of the cosplays I want to do is I really hate the idea of having to wear a wig. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I struggle. Yeah. Yes, I struggle with that a lot. So a lot of mine are like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I'm just going to still be blonde. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Like, I have a really hard time with that. But yeah, I'm working on a Velma Dinkley cosplay right now. Um, I love Velma Dinkley. My students, when I student taught, my hair was still really, really short, and mm-hmm. I wore my glasses all the time, and my kids called me Miss Dinkley. Awesome. Yeah, for the longest time. <laughs> it was really funny. But uh, I'm... Working on a Velma Dinkley one, I have a really long list because I think about all this stuff and I write it down. Go for it. Um, I really want to do, um, I obviously want to do another Harley cosplay. I would like to do like a Harley in the DC Bombshell series because mm-hmm. she's so cute. She's got this adorable little bomber jacket on and her little like khaki shorts and like utility boots and she's just trouble and mm-hmm. I love it. Um. I would love to do that. Um, I want to do um, Gadget from Chip and Chip Dale, Dale's Rescue Rangers. Rangers. That's awesome. I saw a really cute one, too, and I was like, damn it. Like, I want to be as good as that girl. Um, I've always wanted to be um, Melody from Josie and the Pussycats, but specifically, like, the old-school Hanna-Barbera cartoon mm-hmm. with, like, the leopard leotard oh, okay, and, like, yeah. the ears, and I want to carry, like, drumsticks with me and everything. I don't know why I just have always wanted to do that it's it's in my wheelhouse so um i actually went as like the the tara reed version when i was in elementary school because the movie came out or like junior high i did okay. go as that version but uh, i want to do that i really want to do um i wanted to do this one for a long time i want to be briar rose from sleeping beauty so sleeping beauty before she gets like the pretty dress mm-hmm. when she's out in the forest mm-hmm. i want to do that i want to do um I want to do a gender bend Han Solo. Yeah, you've told me about this. I really want to do this, but I also want to do this and have my friend dress up as Boba Fett Mm -hmm. because he's always wanted to be Boba Fett. And I want him to, I want us to go to a con together and I want him to chase me around the con. That would be awesome. I want that (laughs) to be like the thing. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's my plan. I think, but I think I could get him to agree to it. So I did uh, the gender bent Han Solo last year, and everybody really? thought I was Laura Croft. Damn it! Because <laughs> I was wearing I was wearing shorts though, because oh. it was hot. It was in August, so That's yeah. Fair. If you wear shorts, yeah, you have to be or ready. Don't, don't wear shorts. In other words, That's all right. I Which have, you probably wouldn't. I've got um, for Han Solo. I have I I ride horses. I've ridden horses my whole life. I have um, 
like navy blue riding breeches oh, perfect. that I could wear. So I, I, cause I, I thought a little bit about it at least. I thought a lot about it actually, but I, uh, I kept thinking about that. Um, I really want to do an Indiana Jones cosplay too. I'm constantly trying to find pieces for that. Uh, that's hardcore on my list. I really, really want to be Indiana Jones. Uh, I'd love to do Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I saw another, that's another one that I actually saw someone do it, and it was so cute. Mm -hmm. They did such a good job, and it's super easy. It's tube socks, a pair of, like, high tops, a skirt, and a t-shirt, and glasses. That's it. I own all of those things. They're just not the right colors. So, um, I want to do uh, Judy Hopps from Zootopia, because that's stinking adorable. I've yeah, also I've seen, seen a couple people do that, and it's really cute. And then uh, my the last one that's on my list for now, I'm sure that this will change, um, is uh, Rose from Doctor Who. Awesome. I have a lot of pieces for that one. I would too. love to be able to go as a doctor. I just if you went as the doctor, I would go with you, and I would go as Rose. So because I have like overalls from that episode, mm -hmm. and I could totally do that. So that's I do. I have a lot on my list. I I'm constantly thinking of different ones that I want to do. I just don't have the time or resources or knowledge or places to wear them. <laughs> well, it's all about the learning. It really is. All right, Jen. What's on your What's on your to do list? So I have kind of two lists because I don't sew or build. So I have the list of things I'd like to someday buy or acquire that I that I can't just you know, find in the closet or at the store. Mm -hmm. And then I have the list of things I just need to find the clothing for. <laughs> That's a little bit easier. So on that list, um, I've got uh, Quicksilver, um, Agent Carter. Um, oh, that would be That awesome. would be so cute. And these, yeah, these are things like I have partial costumes too. I'm just still kind of looking for the rest of them. Right. Um, and uh, who was the other one? Um well, Scarlet Witch would be would be fun. Um, oh, can I add I that could. one to my list? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much any of the X Men, um, and they're all on my list. And then for the more intricate stuff, um, I, I've always wanted to do one of like Amidala's really intricate dresses yes. from any of the movies. I just love the outfits. Um, and Ray, I'd love to do Ray. Um, I did her hairstyle on May the Fourth, and it was. It's a little difficult because my hair's really long, but if I could find the stuff for the the costume itself, I think that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, and then you know you mentioned Belle uh, before she was you know in the oh, beautiful provincial dress. provincial Belle. Yes, I'd love that one. And um, after seeing the Little Mermaid tonight, I really want to be uh, Ariel, but in the pink dress. Oh, the pink dress! I is love so that. Cute. Yeah. I like the uh, blue sparkly one she wears at the end. Yeah, that's my fave. Before the horrible wedding dress. <laughs> the 80s shoulders wedding dress. Uh, the 80s shoulder wedding <laughs> dress. They kept that for the ride too, and it just kills me every time. Ugh. Oh Lord. Just I die. Dates that movie every time. <laughs> yeah, that's the short list. And then I, you know, I watch movies or TV or read a book, and I think, oh yeah, I need to, I need to do that. I need to add that to my list. Um, it's kind of ever evolving. Like as y'all know, you just you kind of get inspiration from random places in life. Right, yeah. You see something or you read something or whatever. Yeah, or you go to like, a con oh. and... Yes, and you're just like, God, I really want to do that. Like, why am I not doing that? What am I doing with my life that I'm not doing that? <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, every time. 
Yeah, I've seen some. Yeah, I've seen some really good ones at some of the cons. So, and you know, at, starting off at Geekfest, there was there wasn't a, a lot of it, but it's gotten to the point like, how many would, would you say at this last Geekfest? How much of of the people who were there would you say were dressed up? I'd say at least. Um, I'd say at least fifty percent, if not, you know, even more. 50 yeah, to 75 percent. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's bigger and bigger now. Like, yeah, it started out like some people did the kind of weirdos did it. Yeah, like you had like your truckies <laughs> that came in the, the the thing. Yeah, and now it's at now it's like a huge thing. Like if you can, Pete, you'll do it. It's, yeah, it's really cool. I like that. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's that's one of the things that now that it's become more mainstream and more accepted, it's a little more like, well, I'm not going to be is it's not going to be as weird if I dress up and. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I, I, you know, my list was fairly short because, like I said, there are several things that are, like, keystone things. And then from there, um, uh, of course, the ones I'm talking about doing are going to be really intricate. But, uh, yeah. Um, the, the, other, the other thing to, to the cosplay, not only with the, the, uh, the costume itself, a lot of it is with the prop building. And that's something that I've really started looking into and I've gotten really – like interested in, um, not just for the the proton packs, but um, like I actually went to uh, there was a I I got started on it honestly last year at Geekfest when I was uh, I went to a, a class and it was these two young ladies and they were talking about how they were making their costumes and they were using foam for it and I was like oh I've never even thought about that and then since then I found several different YouTube channels uh, one in particular uh, the guy's name is Bill Duran um, uh, look it up on YouTube his 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 company is called punished props and he shows how like he he does props out of foam out of resin out of pretty much everything you can think of and he has made some awesome awesome stuff uh, he actually just recently cosplayed as um as han from the from the uh, uh the newest movie from Force uh yeah so he was specifically had the jacket and he had like you know uh fabricate you know the the three little things that were in like the 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 brush uh, uh, pocket, mm-hmm. and then like that um, holster that he had or yeah. whatever that was, yeah. So, um, but yeah, he talks about how he made all that stuff, and like I, the more I'm looking into it, I'm just like, wow, you can do uh, tons of stuff with this craft foam. And like I said, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm I can't wait to get to that point that I'm like, I want to start really playing with this stuff because this just sounds really cool. Um, but yeah, I, it. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, the, um, it's definitely eating up more and more. It, I've always enjoyed working with my hands. Um, woodworking is, can be difficult. You have to have lots of tools. Um, and, and, you know, the stuff that you make may not necessarily be that geeky. So it doesn't necessarily fit into that niche of my life. Whereas prop building is like, okay, well, what are you going to build? I'm going to build stuff out of foam that's fairly cheap and, I don't have to have a lot of specialized tools, and I'm building, you know, a you know, I'm building Han Solo's blaster, so that definitely fits in my wheelhouse. So it's just kind of a natural fit. So, um, well, the, the other thing about, of, I'm sorry. No, go on, go on, go on. I was gonna say the other thing about the materials is now, you know, more and more cons are getting stricter with their rules, so you really have to use things that aren't um, considered, you know, dangerous. Like you can't use metal or wood a lot of times, or some of the other oh, stuff. Wow. Like, You've got oh, yeah. to get more creative with what you're using, and if it has to look realistic too, though. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, even at Geekfest, you have to you know go in and and have uh, any weapons inspected to make sure that they. I guess that makes sense. They do that. Um, 
uh, at Disney World, there is a uh, big Halloween party that they do on a lot of different nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've gotten, I've, I did notice that, like, they started to get a lot stricter about some of the, because that's, adults can dress up for that because mm-hmm. it's a Halloween party that you right. buy separate tickets for and it's also awesome. <laughs> but, um, best night of my whole life. Um, but, <laughs> Yeah, they that they do the same thing. Like they have to be really, really careful about what you're bringing in, and you know, especially the grown-ups. And yeah, so yeah, it's uh yeah. So, but I, just the foam is just like you can do so much stuff with this foam, and it you know it holds its shape for the most part, and it's, it's super light, which you know they keep stressing. <laughs> Pardon me, they're like you know yeah, you could build this out of resin or something else, but you know it's like do you, you really want to yeah exactly do you really <laughs> want to carry this giant you know, like, you know, Harley's giant mallet that says, you know, goodnight okay. on it. Do you really mm-hmm. want to carry that made out of, you know, a heavier, you know, even mm-hmm. a lightweight wood, or do you want to make it out of foam that weighs like a pound? That so you can easily throw over your shoulder. Exactly. And walk around. <coughs> so. I can't imagine. But yeah, so, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm, like I said, the more I'm getting into it, the more it's, it's just an interesting field, and there's it, so much stuff to learn. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to, and very people seem to be very open about it. So, like when I, when I first started wanting to get into doing the Ghostbusters thing, I was like, okay, well, where, you know, I checked a couple of different places. I'm like, where can I find some plans to kind of get some ideas about this? And then I went to, I found GBFans.com, and it literally is like. Here's three different plans. Here's how to make one out of junk. Here's like just literally the schematics, and here's another one. I'm and you know in the forums, it's just constantly. This is what I'm using for this. I need a cheap version of this, and people are just throwing out ideas. And it's it's a very open community. That's cool. Um. So yeah, it's it's really really cool. That's one of the other things that I've really enjoyed about trying to get into the whole cosplay thing is is the community seems to be really tight knit, especially if you, once you get in there, and very open with their with ideas and, and with help, so. But, yeah. Um, anything else anyone wanted to bring up on the whole? Uh, one thing I have noticed, uh, just being the big uh, Disney fanatic that I am, mm-hmm. um, cosplaying in itself has kind of taken a new life in the Disney community, not only with, like, all the D23 stuff and people dressing up for that, and just seeing a lot more Disney costumes at different cons mm-hmm. in general. Um, but a big thing to do now is, um, it's called Disney bounding. Okay. okay. He's giving me a puzzled face. Yeah. So what Disney bounding is, again, you cannot wear a costume into the park as an adult. So it started off as a way to like wear cute Disney themed stuff mm-hmm. while you were in the park. And basically what it is, is you take maybe the color scheme from a character or, some different aspects of their outfit, make them into, and like buy clothing that kind of resembles it mm-hmm. or falls into that same color palette, and you wear that, and you're kind of representing that character in a okay. different way. And it's mm-hmm. it kind of like really took off. It's become a really, really big thing. And now the big thing is um, Disneyland started this. It's this thing that's called uh, Dapper Day. Mm-hmm. There's spring Dapper Day and there's fall Dapper Day. It's not as big of a deal in Walt Disney World, but Disneyland does it all the time. So people come dressed. You're supposed to come in like period costumes. So like the fifth, like 55 when the park originally opened. That's the whole thing is you're supposed to make it look just like it did on opening day. Mm -hmm. So the big thing now is to Disney bound your dapper day wear. Okay. And this year, the pictures I saw were insane. 
Really? People go all out. There's one girl, I follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. She does some of the most intricate, beautiful costumes. She always is kind of, she usually does kind of like a pinup um, spin on them. So mm-hmm. she's done some really cute Snow White stuff. But like I saw one costume that her and a bunch of girlfriends did where they came dressed, they were like Disney bounding as different villains or different Disney characters, but they were mixing them with Spice Girls. Oh, wow. It oh, was awesome. so cute. Yeah, but that's, that in itself has really taken on a life of its own just within the Disney community itself. Mm-hmm. It's like a thing now. Everybody goes to the parks and does it. Um, I think I just I need am, to move to Disney is what it sounds like. It sounds like it. <laughs> uh, Lainey actually was a cast member yes. for how long? Like five months. Yeah, still, but yes. Yeah, so she she worked for the mouse for a while I there. So did. Yeah. they have to work for him? You never you never stop. They have crazy rules, don't they? Like for oh, cast members. Yeah, I had to be careful about all kinds of stuff. So which, in the grand scheme of things, once you get there, it totally makes sense. Um, just to kind of keep the look of the park and the magic alive and everything. So, but yeah, it there's a lot of rules as a cast. Who did member. you play? I was not a character performer. I am too tall and too short oh. and do not have the right body build for it. So I worked in attraction. So I was oh, okay. out, out on the front lines. I had one of the really boring jobs. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but I loved it. I had a great role. I had a lot of fun. I met some great people. And I worked in the best park. So it's awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, and it, that's, and that's the other thing too is even like, I worked in Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom is not a park that you, it's a big park. It's the biggest of all of them. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It is a tough park to get around, especially at the end of the day, you're just dragging. It is exhausting. <laughs> it is so tiring, especially for people that don't know the shortcuts. But um, I would see people come there like Disney bounding and like they would be wearing these ridiculous shoes and all, people go all out. It's crazy. It's just, it's amazing to me what people will come up with and the kind of stuff that they'll wear. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that, like I said, that in itself has taken on a life of its own. It's not quite as prominent at Walt Disney World as it is at Disneyland. Go to Disneyland and you'll see some really incredible stuff. Hmm. So, something about it being more of like a locals park, I think, has a lot to do with that. But, but yeah, that in itself is another thing that did kind of like pull me into the cosplaying world mm-hmm. was seeing all of that and getting really into that and then seeing all these people just do these really incredible just costumes right for cons and stuff so yeah cuz a lot of those disney vendors started doing the costumes for cons and stuff and so I was like wow they can do that i could totally do that there you go <laughs> actually, i actually just remember one other thing that I was going to bring up about the whole costume and and, and cosplay thing um so, like I said, I mentioned the 501st. Um, Lainey and I are going to be at, uh, uh, like I said, we're doing a couple of different conventions um, right, to promote the site. One of them is going to be a classic game fest, and I've already contacted the Austin area Ghostbusters, and uh, they're like, we'd love to meet you and, and you know, definitely come dressed up and everything. Yes. And um, the Ghostbusters and specifically the 501st, I, I know, are two of the organizations that uh, they have lots of different chapters all over the place. And um, and this is one of the things that I'm kind of interested in getting into as well, and that is uh, the charity work. Um, they, you know, go to hospitals and, or, you know, they do, like, fun runs and stuff. And, you know, yes, they're, they're, they're promoting Ghostbusters or, you know, in their group or whatever, but, you know, they also do these things to raise money. And, like I said, I know the 501st, the 501st is run, like, 
you know, made like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for different charities. That's awesome. Um, you know, showing up and, and doing the, because, you know, they they always have at least one Vader, and then, you know, they send several stormtroopers, and, you know, so it's a whole thing. And That's so cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and then you've got the Ghostbusters groups that show up, and a lot of them have, you know, um, ectomobiles made out of, you know, whatever, whoever's car, they just, you know, <laughs> do the thing up and show up and, and you know, it's what little bit, what little bit I've got to wear my costume, even with the little kids, uh, they still know exactly what I am and it just makes them smile. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, wow, I just wear this all the damn time if I could, because it just makes people happy. It's like they're meeting a real Ghostbuster. Yes. And I do, I do have to interject here and tell you that my secretary has a couple of children at your school, and you are a legend with these children. <laughs> I still I, go into classrooms, and the kids go, "That's the Ghostbusters." <laughs> so, That's yes, awesome. they That's they know dream. they know Mr. Stevens, the Ghostbuster. He's the yeah. Ghostbuster. Yes. So. Yes. It but, is the most amazing thing to to dress up for little kids like that because they. At a certain age, you know, they just really think you're the person you're dressed as, and their faces will light up. And I mean, I, I did the, I've done a couple different events, and last week I was Wonder Woman, and this little girl was just jumping up and down, you know, just the biggest smile on her face. And it's like the best feeling ever to know that you made a kid's day for, you know, yes, a few, I, for a few hours. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that makes me happy. Absolutely, and yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's just like you know, you just. People just smile. They just they look at you. They smile. They think you know, it's awesome. It's a it's a great feeling. And it's just like you know, hell, I'd wear like I said, I'd wear this thing all the damn time. It's I love that. it's hot. It's heavy, but especially seeing all these little kids come up and and just smile and and laugh and stuff is just like yeah, I do this all the damn time. So I feel like every yeah. time I wear any kind of a costume too, I'm like, this is what my true form is. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> every single time, like the weirder my outfit, I'm like, yeah, yeah I know. this is it. <laughs> So. I think that's part of the reason I love dressing up so much is that I can just be whoever I want. And exactly. I'm still myself, but I can just, I can pretend to be a certain person or I can just, you know, actually be that person for a few hours. And I think that's why people love it so much is, you know, you just get to kind of let go of your real life for a little bit and yeah. well, try somebody that, else. <laughs> there's that like relatability too, to like, you, nine times out of ten, if somebody's dressing up as a specific character, it's because there's something in that character that they see that they relate to. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And I think that that has a lot to do with that as well. Like, you're, you know, trying to kind of emulate that thing that you admired in them or that thing that you see in yourself and you just build on it. And I love that. I think that that's, that's yeah. been really, really cool to see. Well, so, and when people recognize you or appreciate what you're doing yes. and, and really just love it, that or, or vice versa, you love them, it's like you connect with them and, and you know, like, there's someone else that loves that show or that specific episode, you know, as much as oh, I do, man. and it's really, it's a really cool feeling. Exactly. This year, when I was at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, I was, I'll never forget this, because I was walking through Liberty Square. Um, we were walking by um, the Liberty Bell, which is the riverboat, and there was a bunch of people coming off of the riverboat, and I saw this girl and this guy, and they were dressed as, um, uh, God, now I can't remember the names, and I'm I'm a sham. This is years of academy training, just wasted. <laughs> um, okay, but from Hocus Pocus, they were dressed as, um, oh, as yeah, yeah. And Danny. Yeah, they were dressed as brothers, so Danny and her brother. It was 
amazing. Like dead <laughs> on. That's another one I want to do. I really oh, want to be Danny from Hocus Pocus. Those witches are on my list too. Yes, I know. for sure. <laughs> All three of the Sanderson yeah. sisters, for sure. But I do. This girl was dressed as Danny, mm -hmm. and it was awesome. so cute. And then I don't know if it was her older brother or if it was her boyfriend or what, but he was dressed as Max, and it was adorable. And I was like screaming at them <laughs> from many yards away. I was just like, "I love your cut. You look amazing." Da -da -da. They were just like <laughs> laughing because there's this crazy person yelling at them. But it was so awesome. Oh my gosh, people just they get so into it and they just they put in so much effort. Like she she did. She had the whole getup. She looked yeah perfect. It was awesome. Well, didn't you get to meet Jason Siegel dressed as Robin Sparkles? I, I did. It was oh the coolest God. thing ever. And we got we got it on video when he realized who I was and it was just like amazing. Um yeah, like I we had a he had a book signing in Austin actually the same day as um the Wizard World Comic Con mm -hmm. and it happened to be on Halloween too, so you know, I obviously I was dressing up for the con and um I had bought a ticket to this rib or this book signing and then I said, Well, I may as well go as Robin Sparkles again and yes. <laughs> And meet him. This is like a once in a lifetime thing. So like tons of people were in costumes. Nobody else was Robin Sparkles. And I really? handed him my book. Yeah, I, I was amazed. So I handed him my book and um, he kind of signs it and is handing it back. And I'm like, so do you want to go to the mall later? Because <laughs> he obviously <laughs> hadn't gotten it. And he looked at me and he was like, no. And then he goes, wait, is that a Robin Sparkles costume? <laughs> And his face kind of lit up, and it was it was magical. We had a moment, and I, I really feel like so we connected. <laughs> that is so cute. That yeah. makes me happy. I want to do sandcastles in the sand, Robin Sparkles. Yeah, that that's the one I was. That's the one I was dressed as was the pink uh, shirt with the jean jacket and. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. It was great. Absolutely, yeah. I love it. <laughs> But yeah, it does. It opens up, up like a whole thing. Like you just meet so many people. I met a girl in the Austin airport that was like showing me a bunch of like talking to me about cosplaying and like mm -hmm. showing me a bunch of pictures of different stuff that she did. Because I had on, I don't remember, I either had on a Star Wars shirt or a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Who knows? One but, of the two. Yeah, one both. of the usually one of the yes. two. Probably both at the same time. I know, yeah. I know I had a Rapunzel backpack on. I know that. Well, there you go. So, and she did. She and I sat there and talked for like an hour about just like different costumes she had done, stuff that I wanted to do, tips, mm -hmm. tricks, all this kind of cool stuff. So it's cool. You meet a lot of awesome people that way. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans for the week. Uh, would anyone like to go first? I have to check my notes. Okay. <laughs> honestly, I don't think I've, I've I had a pick for the week, and I honestly do not remember what it was. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> uh, I'd already kind of picked it before. Christy and I actually just finished up um, um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, they alive, damn it. Yeah, that show. If you loved Thirty Rock, this is so much the spiritual successor to that show. Uh, so much fun. Uh, it's on Netflix. Definitely go check it out. So that that's I'm gonna make that my pick for the week again. So because it is damn funny. So I've got a pick. All right, what's your pick, Rudy? Okay, it's part of you know my 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 goals for the uh for this year. Remember I told you I was going to start doing, uh, like listening to more Star Wars novels, some of the new things. Yeah, okay. So right. I, I did download, um, Star Wars Bloodlines. Mm -hmm. And it is frigging awesome. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only a couple hours into it, but it is awesome. It's like, yeah. I'm starting on it this coming week while I'm at I'm work. Like, Why didn't they make this into a movie? Anyhow. 
but still, it's it's awesome. It's it's I mean, it's a lot of story. I could I mean I could see why you know some people have been like ah oh, you know it's not as interesting as but the story for anybody who's who's a follower, and then of mm-hmm. course like I also listened to Aftermath. Did you, have you have you listened to Aftermath? Yeah, I've listened to Aftermath. Okay, Aftermath is amazing too. So there's so many relations there. Um, did you listen to New Dawn? You know what? Uh, maybe I haven't listened to Aftermath. Maybe it was New Dawn that I listened to. I'll have to go back and check that. You'll have to go back and check because there's there's shared characters between now now I mean all three. So anyhow, yeah, it's all connected. It's amazing. Anyhow, that's my pick. Bloodline. Listen to it. Read it. Something awesome. <laughs> so can you remind me one more time what what we're uh, pick elaborating on here? Anything, anything that you enjoyed the last couple of weeks, anything you didn't enjoy the last couple of weeks. Um, like, for example, you, I th- didn't you go see um, uh, the comedy movie that just came out this weekend? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Popstar. Yes, how <laughs> never, was that? Never Stop, Never Stopping. That was the Andy <laughs> Samberg, Lonely Island movie. <laughs> I've, heard, I've read some good stuff on it. It was so stupid, but I love stupid, so... It was awesome, but a lot it, right? of people who was Seal isn't Seal in it? Yeah, Seal, so yes. many people are in it. Seal's in it. Um, Mariah Carey, like all these random celebrities. Oh it Sarah Silverman, um, Tim Meadows. It's it's hilarious if you like that kind of humor. You know, it's great, but it's obvious satire, and a lot of people I don't think are going to get that. They're going to think, oh, this movie sucks because it's just a dumb. You know, like. He's being stupid, and it's that's the point, you know. So I thought it was hilarious, and I appreciate that kind of humor. So I, I would it. recommend it if you like stupid humor and Lonely Island. Oh, see, I, I love like Lonely Island. Things. So yes, yeah, absolutely. Like both of those things. Yeah. Yeah, my wife and I may have to go may have to go check that one out. So they were obviously making fun of you know a lot of things never pop culture. Never. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beebs and his Never Say Never, Never Stop, Never Stop. <laughs> yes. Never Stop. Never. Um, I have a pick. All right, what you got for um, I'm gonna be really, really basic right now, but you're just this. This is what's happening. Whatever. I um <laughs> I finished my very first year, I guess year, if you could call it a full year, of teaching this Yay, week. She survived. I did, and it was awesome. Actually, it was a wonderful experience. I think I think I'll do it again. I think I'll. Uh, well, good. I'm glad. Glad to hear that. But, uh, one of the ways. <laughs> I'm very big into the self-care, uh, especially when things as stressful as your very first last week of school, which is a lot more stressful than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was not ready for that. Yeah. Um, so when I did get myself through all of that with the help of many wonderful people around me, um, I decided to do one of my favorite things and use a bath bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a company which... Most people have probably heard of it. Um, there's a company called Lush that makes a lot of um, cruelty-free natural um, products, like uh, beauty products. They do bath bombs. They do shower gels. They do all kinds of really cool stuff. Um, really, really, really great stuff. I'm very big into the fact that it's all cruelty-free. Right. Um, and good for the environment. It's all eco-friendly, which is great, too. So they have a bath bomb that I had bought, and I was saving it for, like, a special occasion. It's called Intergalactic, and it's <laughs> inspired by um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yeah, it is so cool. Like, obviously, they can't say that outright, but, like, the tagline for it is hooked on a... Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Sorry. Genius. Oh, that was terrifying. Sorry. Anyway, so, um, but, yeah, like, the tagline for it is hooked on a feeling. Oh lord. Yeah, and it talks yeah, it's amazing. But it, it was the most beautiful bath bomb I have ever used. 
Um, I put some pictures of it up on Instagram because I'm such an apple. But <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, you drop it in the tub and it's... That's what that picture yeah, was. Yeah, it, it looks like there's nebulas in my bathtub. Yes, I was wondering what that was. Yeah. I was like, what it's is this picture of? It's a bath bomb. And you didn't describe beautiful. that. I didn't want to. I wanted everybody to guess. Yes, it I was, was like, beautiful. What the hell is that? But it's like all this beauty, like it's so pretty and it's foaming and all of these gorgeous colors are coming off of it and it has um, vegan popping candy in it. So it's like there's like comets like going around your tub. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. And it smelled amazing. It's very like. Like bacon? No. Okay. Like. (laughs) You said amazing. I'm just saying. No, but that's the whole thing. It's like it comes like it has like a layer of like peppermint, and then it like eases into like a really like good cozy like vetiver and cedarwood smell, which I'm really really into. And it's and it has like a hint of 80s aftershave. It's amazing, and it fades into this like gorgeous deep deep blue color. And Mm -hmm. there's like eco friendly sparkles in your water, and it is amazing. It did leave a layer of copper colored glitter in my tub, but it was really easy to get off, so it was a huge deal. Okay. So yeah, that's my pick. But glitter is never a bad thing. You can't have no. Exactly. I was like, I am a space mermaid, and everything (laughs) is fine. (laughs) Oh, it was so good. If we named the yes, this would have been in the name of the episode if we named them the like we used to Space Mermaid. Oh man! Oh. Yes, ten out of ten would definitely recommend. Awesome. Um, well, if you enjoyed this episode or any other episodes, please make sure to go on iTunes and on Stitcher. Give us a five star review. There's a place for you to actually leave a review. Don't worry about that. No one reads that. Me. Um, instead, uh, leave anything that you you know. Are you into cosplay? Are you interested in cosplay? You know, what are some costumes you used to wear as a kid? What are some costumes you'd like to wear now? Um, I'm still working on trying to get this on uh, Google Play. That's just like an impossible feat. Um, of course, you can follow the website on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we do have an Instagram account as well. We will be at Classic Game Fest on July 30th and 31st. Um, it's going to be me and Lainey. And hopefully Cyrus. There's some interesting things going on with Cyrus right now. So hopefully but I'll be still, there. Yes, but we'll definitely be there. And I think Jen will actually be there as well, won't you? Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a table yeah. for, for Geek Fest, yeah. Yes, and then, of course, we will be at Geek Fest as well on uh, August 19th through the 21st. Uh, once again, me and, and uh, hopefully Cy and Lainey. Uh, and I think Rudy may be coming out for that one too. So. Uh, you know, if you're in the Central Texas area, definitely go by and check them out because they are some awesome cons, uh, fest, however you want to put it. Um, where can we find you on the internet, Lainey? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's a Lainey Bird. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, go comment on that post and tell me about your favorite <laughs> Lush Bath Bomb because I need all the suggestions. Okie dokie. Rudy, where can we find you on the internet? StevensB29. On Instagram and on, well, yeah, just about everywhere. So, yeah. Okie dokie. Jennifer, where can we find you on the internet? Um, I am at Instagram at Het's Gonna Be Me. It's H-E-T-Z, <laughs> Gonna Be Me. <laughs> yep. Awesome. I, yeah, when I read your, when I uh, uh, printed you, I was like, that's, an, that's a good handle for you. So. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, you want to follow my wacky adventures. You can find me at Optimachine on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, pro- definitely going to be seeing some more pictures here of Proton Packs coming up in the next week or so. So uh, if you're interested in, in possibly building one, we're going to you know, be going through it step by step. So definitely check that out. 
for everyone on the site. Have a good night.